tonight on Arena. Kenneth Brenner's Belfast features heavily in today's Golden Globe nominations and we hear about Jesse Buckley as Sally Bowles in a new production of Cabaret. Five one double five one is the text. You can tweet the programme at RTE Arena. The European Film Awards have been presented annually since 1988 by the European Film Academy to recognise excellence in European cinematic achievements. The awards are restricted to European cinema and European producers, directors and actors. Saturday night's ceremony saw the second consecutive years in which the EFAs had been broadcast as a hybrid virtual event from Berlin. Decision that was taken in early December in response to rising case numbers. Uh, Tara Brady was at the event and she joins me now. But before we get, get into the e- EFAs, the European Film Awards, Tara, the great afternoon for Irish talent in the Golden Globe nominations for sure. Well, I think that may be a double-edged sword, um, <laughs> but certainly um, on superficially, you'd have to say it's a great afternoon. There's um, seven nominations for Kenneth Branagh's Belfast. Um, that's kind of what we're expecting for the Oscar, or certainly hoping for the Oscars mm. for Kenneth Branagh's Belfast. Um, it's joint highest number of nominations with Jane Campion's Power of the Dog. So they've already they already look to be the big awards season uh, ponies yeah. to ponies to beat um, you, you know you've multiple awards you've actually got Irish actors competing against each other because um, Kieran Hines and Jamie Dornan are pitched against each other in best supporting uh, category um, and then you have Katrina Balfe and you have Van Morrison um, again all nominated for Belfast and, and additionally to that then we have um, Ruth Negga's performance in Rebecca Hall's Passing mm. um, again another great favourite for awards season and be a big favourite with the bookies that, that she at the very least get the nomination won't be, wouldn't be her first Oscar nomination either um, so so in, to that extent yes it was a very very good afternoon for the Irish um, I would say however that in, in the way that these Hollywood stories work various creative managers and talent managers have already told various outlets from the press while not being named um, that they're they're worried that in fact the Golden Globe nominations may even hurt their Oscar campaigns uh, rather than help them along. Oh that's um, interesting. Why, co- why, why are they saying that? Well this is the Golden Globes is currently being uh, rocked by a series of scandals <laughs> as, as the phrase goes. Um, the um, there, there was a huge story that uh, um, just before the ceremony was due to take place in February, which broke in the Los Angeles Times, and it was it was very damning. Mm. Um, the, for, first of all, you have um, a non-profit organisation with um, that were paying members to to sit on on different committees. Um, there was a question of representation because, of course, there was an, an initially questions started being asked when they passed over the five Spike Lee's to Five Bloods and, and Judas and the Black Messiah and all of the kind of African American films from last year. And an investigation quickly dug up that of their eighty seven current members, there, there wasn't a single black member. Um, th- then there were all sorts of odd things like the former Dutch president. Of of the organisation was for a time representative of Australia and Cuba. Um, I'm not too sure how that worked um, geographically. Mm. Um, there, there were stories of like lavish gifts and um, um, different different sort of lavish set visits. Um, one member um, 
allegedly tried to scalp their own tickets to the ceremony for tw- for twenty nine um, thousand um, dollars. Um, so 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 it's, it was it was it was quite yeah. comprehensive. Um, um, but then you know I'm sure if, um, you 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 may remember like the the one thing that people know about the Golden Globes is the is the infamous 1982 ceremony in which they gave Pia Zadora the new Star of the Year award after her millionaire husband flew all of the voters to his casino in Las Vegas for, well, uh, for a couple of days. That's what I was going to say to you. I mean, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association who organises awards, of course, are saying that they've undertaken a major reform process. But, mm-hmm. I mean, particularly the Golden Globes and the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, there have always been accusations of, you know, it's such a small group of people, there's a lack of diversity, there's sexism is rife. All of these accusations have been out there in the past. Is it, is it worse this year than previous years? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Quite definitely. I mean, I mean. Yeah. As you say, there, there's always been. I mean, even at the level of nominations, it, there's all kinds of screwy things have gone on. I'm sure you remember the the spy thriller, the tourist with um, Johnny Depp getting nominated for best musical comedy when it was a spy thriller, and then you know more recently than that, we had a Star Is Born getting nominated as a drama instead of a musical, um, and there ju- just all kinds of like little things like that that you're like, what, what's going on there? Um, are are always going on, but there but there has been. I mean, this is this is very serious. They are no mm. longer going to be broadcast on television. NBC has pulled out um, of broadcasting. and said they won't. Um, they won't broadcast the ceremony. Um, they Tom Cruise has returned all his awards, and big hitters in the in the business like Netflix have said they will not work with the Golden Globes going forward. And, and uh. then apparently, as reported in Variety, they were you know searching around, inviting celebrities to do to do the usual thing. You usually have a few celebrities come in, um, or movie stars come in to read the awards. Um, and the best they could manage this morning is um, uh, Snoop. Um, and Snoop Dogg, um, uh, great as rapper as he is, is, if that's as close to Hollywood as you can get. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, OK. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I had a clip of Belfast, but in deference and in, in, in not wanting <laughs> to hex that film and uh, in particular those who are nominated in any way, I am going to leave that clip alone <laughs> for the time being. Um, but let us wish writer-director Kenneth Branagh, actors Katrina Balfe, Jamie Dorn and Kieran Hines, all of whom, as you say, are nominated. And uh, did you say, m- mention also Van Morrison is nominated in there. And indeed, Ruth Negger for her nomination in Passing. Um, we spoke to her at the time of that film. So delighted to hear that she's that she's nominated yeah. here. Uh, yeah, she's lovely. Did, I suppose The Power of the Dog versus Belfast will be the big the big artistic story on the night. Yes. What the other stories yes. will be, time will tell. Let us <laughs> let us move on then to the European Film Awards. And as I was saying, this this isn't the Golden Globes. This isn't the Oscars. It's a very different no. kettle of fish altogether, really, Tara. No, no, it, it's 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 a very European ceremony, and I think that what they've done is very clever and why because we've seen the way the Baftas in particular and other ceremonies, including the Golden Globes, have all tried to muscle in on this market, this kind of big awards season market, and try to become predictors of the Oscars. Um, and as a result, they become a kind of lesser version of the at best they become mm. a lesser version of the Oscars. It's like you know you don't wear your best frock that night, you wear your second best or third best you leave your best for the Oscars <laughs> but, but but that's what it's you know you don't get your best stylist but that that's really largely what, what they're aiming for and that really is 
questionable because it, it just it overlooks then a lot of European cinema. So so what they've done is they're going for it's your best European director, best European comedy. And it, and it makes things a lot more satisfactory. And I also think at a time when, you know, you watch the Oscars and for years, you know, do you remember that a few years ago, Ellen DeGeneres doing the big thing of doing the selfie and ordering out for pizza mm. and this thing. For years, they've really tried to make the 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 ceremony feel a little bit less stuffy and the european film awards gets that right um it has the, it has the right tone it's a little yeah. bit eurovisiony before the eurovision became like really quite corporate and sleek um you know it, it still has like so, sort of odd bits of english and and strange vowels and 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 jokes that don't really work all that well in english as a second language but but it has a, it has a really nice yeah. feel about it and and it has a sense that the genuine craft is is right. being rewarded well let's acknowledge some of that genuine craft then uh, surprise winner for the best film uh, was uh, Quo Vadis Aida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, I suppose it's not necessarily a surprise win, but it's a surprise how many wins it had. <laughs> um, it's a very, very good film. Um, uh, as you know, it's this dramatisation of the, the UN's botched attempt to, pre- to prevent the Srebrenica massacre. Um, but I don't think everyone was expecting it to win best film, best actress and best director, right. because in doing so, it sort of squeezed out a lot of big other contenders, um, including uh, um, Julia De Curno's Titan, which has already won the Palme d'Or at Cannes. Um, also Paolo Sorrentino's The Hand of God, which we were talking on, yeah. on, on your show just a few few weeks ago. Um, you know, and has the kind of Netflix backing. It's a really good film. It has everything going for it. That got squeezed out completely. Um, also, um, Compartment Number no. 6, which is absolutely wonderful film. It's a, a Finnish-Russian um, co-production about um, this this lesbian academic who gets trapped in, in a, in a, on a train from Moscow to Murnask with um with this Russian Gopnik um mm. in the in the in the 90s um and it's it's not only it not only won a couple of prizes it can won the Grand Prix and um an ecu- a prize from the ecumenical jury um but it also like it's a real crowd pleaser so wow. I thought I thought it was a bit surprising that it, it got won so much well, squeezed out I yeah. don't know whether I'm I'm I, I don't know whether to be naive or cynical about this is it a case that in fact it is just a really brilliant film that deserved all those awards or was there some kind of, you know, is it is it like many other award ceremonies that in fact it is all about the canvassing that goes on in the background? I don't think it's all about canvassing. I think there is probably a sense that people felt it was a more, voters felt it was a more important film right. and, and rewarded it. It was also very much a, a, women, a women's night. Um, the, the best comedy was, was written and directed by a woman. Um, so, so there was a kind of, there was, it was quite similar, I suppose, to award season last year in Hollywood where you suddenly have Chloe Zhao winning best director. You know, so, so the number of best direct, women directors of like, sort of double mm. overnight in, in, in several awards ceremonies. So so there was a little bit of a sweep in, in that respect. Um, I, yeah, I, I, but I, I certainly feel like it, it would have been a bit better if they shared the love a bit more. But then right. that right. does tend to happen in awards ceremonies generally. Films tend to sweep. They yeah. tend to sweep different categories. Yeah, and, and we saw that also with Flea, which was another big winner on the night. Yeah, and sometimes that's about timing as much as it is about anything else, I guess. Mm-hmm. Again, if I'm to be naive and generous in my opinion, <laughs> non-cynical <laughs> about it all. Um, I, so I suppose there was some Irish interest there with Kenny's K- Cartoon Saloon, uh, but it wasn't their night. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Wakers was still there, wasn't it? Wolf Walkers rather was still there, wasn't it? Yeah, it, well, this is one of the 
it lost out, but it did lose out to one of the most talked about films of the year. And we still are waiting for it to come out here and um, flee. It's it's an animated documentary, which is, is an unusual thing. I think you probably remember uh, the most famous example um, a few years ago would have been Walsh with Bashir. Mm. Um, so and, and this is um, this is uh, Jonas right. Poher, uh Rasmussen is, is his name. It's his animated um, film about a young uh, Afghan refugee in Denmark in the late 80s. And it, it's like he knew an Afghan family growing up. So yeah. it's, it's very personal. And it won both Best Documentary and Best Animated Feature. And it is expected to feature in, to reckon in both those um, okay. categories come Oscar time as well. So yet again, we're kind of saying it deserved it. Uh, finally then, uh, if you would, Tara, just tell us a bit about the Lux Award. Yeah, the Lux Award is 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 a really good idea. So it's um, uh, like w- one of the things about the the what they did with the kind of virtual format is they made it as inclusive as possible. And it was it was lovely seeing a film club from of of from the Sami's uh, population of the Arctic Circle uh, among other people. Um, so but and and one of the big innovations is this Lux Award. There are three films nominated: um, Flea, which we mentioned, Quo Valis Aida, which took home most of the prizes on the night, and Great Freedom, which um, uh, premiered in which was in the London Film Festival mm. recently it's about um, it's by a director called Sebastian Misa it's a drama about gay men who survived the concentration camp only to find themselves incarcerated in one of West Germany's worst jails um, for many years um, because because they you know they got out but it was still it was still illegal to be homosexual so um, these three films will be competing for the Lux Award they're going to be screened in various cinemas all across Europe between March and May the the polls will close in May. So the idea is that everybody in Europe is going to get a chance to think yeah. and then half of the other voters will come from the European Parliament and you may then get, um, if you vote in the, in, the, um, in the competition, you may have a chance at actually going to the awards ceremony, presuming it takes place. It isn't cancelled because of COVID <laughs> okay. in, in May in Strasbourg in the Parliament. Yes, and luxaward.eu will uh, find out, uh, you can find out details about being in with a chance of that. All right, th- thanks for that, Tara. That's Tara Brady speaking to us about the European Film Awards.